0: You know we love spooky things. This is why we fell in love with Michigan-based Lynn B. Designs. When I popped the pumpkin spice all the things wax melt into my burner, my home was filled with the delicious buttery scent. Plus, there's the wide variety of gorgeous nail polishes with themes like Hocus Pocus and Pleasant Peninsula. All products are vegan and cruelty-free, and you can find monthly sales on Facebook and Instagram at Lynn B. Designs. Head to linbdesigns.store today. Again, that's L-Y-N-B-designs.store. We love them. We love you. It's great nail polish. It's the best I've ever used. (laughs) Thanks! Michiganders can be a superstitious bunch. We find all sorts of reasons to explain the world around us, sometimes pulling from science, sometimes tradition, and sometimes from our imaginations. What happens when we can't readily explain our experiences? And what happens when a ghost story gets out of hand? Do these legends stem entirely from fantasy? Or are people seeing things no one can truly explain? I'm Krista
1: K. Coburn. And I'm Kay Gray. Welcome to Haunted Mitten. We have talked a few times about haunted theaters on the podcast. There was the absolutely gorgeous State Theater in the second Bay City episode last season,
0: which we also visited on my birthday last year, and it's it's really stunning. It's
1: gorgeous, it's so pretty. Yeah, we
0: got a little tour and yeah, I was I was blown away. It was really unique. And you can also read about the State Theater in Nicole Beecham's book, Haunted Bay City, Michigan. Shout out, hi Nicole, hi Nicole. Yep. Which is um, <laughs> as part of what drew us to Bay City in the first place because I didn't know much about it. And there are two books on Bay City now.
1: Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, there was also Northern Michigan University's Forest Roberts Theater, which we discussed in season two's Universities and Colleges Part Two. And in Marshall, there is the block building with an allegedly still set up former opera house. Yes, but
0: this episode is entirely devoted to haunted theaters all across Michigan. We are going to be taking quite
1: the state tour with this one. We will begin in the UP with the Calumet Theater. Calumet, right? Yes, Calumet. Okay. Nice, because I'm not getting we scared out of We were corrected on that one. Yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> Reading from their
0: own website... The theater opened on March 20, 1900, with a touring Broadway production of Reginald de Coven's The Highwaymen. With the decline of copper mining and the local economy and the advent of motion pictures, stage productions became less common in the late 1920s. From the Depression through the late 1950s, it was almost exclusively a movie theater, operated by several different local interests over the years. The auditorium was renovated for the village's centennial in 1975, and the exterior was restored in 1988-89. The Calumet Theater Company was incorporated in 1983 as an independent nonprofit cultural organization to program events and encourage continuing restoration. The Calumet Theater is listed as a National Historic Landmark since 1971. It is a heritage site of the Keweenaw National Historical Park, that's since 1993, and is the only site that still serves its original function. Wow. Yeah, quite, quite the history
1: there. <laughs> According to Jennifer Billock in her book, Ghosts of Michigan's Upper Peninsula, the Calumet Theater was used as a morgue for the Italian Hall disaster in 1913. Uh, briefly, in case our listeners are not aware, because I don't think we fully talked about it yet. No. The Italian Hall disaster happened on Christmas Eve, 1913 in Calumet. There was a crowded holiday party on the second floor of the Italian Hall. Uh, Someone no one knows who yelled fire, which caused a stampede as hundreds of attendees tried to flee down the single stairwell. Seventy three people died. Fifty nine of them were children and the youngest victim was two years old. And there was no fire. Correct. Uh, Because many of
0: the families in the hall were union miners and their families and the union was on a strike at the time. It is said that the false fire alarm came from someone who was anti-union is the the guest no one knows. right but yeah as i said person was never identified if you look up the disaster online you should come across an Live article called 1913 italian hall disaster was a michigan christmas eve tragedy mm-hmm. um and that has a lot more information as well as pictures and i'll link that in the show notes as well cool wow um timely isn't it <laughs> christmas eve cool. timely
1: yeah for christmas eve and i was just thinking about um north carolina and All that's happening surrounding that right now. Yeah. That's humans never change. Anyway. Nope. We don't. (laughs) Back to the theater. Um, It was featured as part of Travel Channel's Ghosttober in 2019. If you saw that, I probably did. And show favorite WFMK, we love you, included it in their series of haunted Michigan locations saying, quote, One of the celebrity performers at the Calumet
0: Theater was Madame Helena Majeska, who passed away in 1909 at the all too young age of 68 and is said that her ghost is one of the spirits that haunt the theater? End quote. There, I, I said the hard name for you. Thank you.
1: I believe, it's, I believe it's Polish. Yeah. Mojeska. Mojeska. Gotta do my in laws <laughs> proud. <laughs> that sounds like a good segue into what goes on here. According to Billick's book, you can hear children's laughter as well as screams, perhaps from the Italian Hall disaster, which would be fucking terrible. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the removal of madame helena mojewska's mojewska i'm just it's it's a wonderful name it is the the removal of her portrait was followed by quote unquote flickering lights and loud crashes ghostly figures and floating ectoplasm have been seen on the stage and in the balcony a disembodied voice once yelled bingo during a bingo game that's just mean i think somebody (laughs) thought they had bingo and then didn't (laughs) bingo just kidding that was a ghost Is that weird? I don't know whose voice that was. That's crazy. So rude. That's crazy. Where'd that come from? (laughs) Wow. That was a ghost.
0: Uh, The Keweenaw Report spoke with executive director of the theater, Laura Miller, uh, at least she was in 2016 when the article was written. Sometimes these things change. Um, Who said, quote, we developed our haunted reputation in 1958 when actress Addis Lane, I'm guessing that's how that's pronounced. I think so. A-D-D-Y-S-E cool name regardless yeah it is um she lost a line talking about or yeah talking about taming of the shrew talking in taming of the shrew uh as she saw the spirit of madame majeska come to her from the first balcony and mouth the words to her since 1958 there have been several different people that have claimed to see the spirit of madame majeska end quote Uh, people have reported quote music that comes from different locations that's unexplainable You've got a lot of cold breezes that just hover around you from time to time. A lot of door handles that are locked and people are trying to get in and nobody on the other side, end quote.
1: That's pretty. What a, what a very helpful madame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess she
0: had also done that role.
1: Oh, okay. Um. So So she knows. She knows the lines. Yeah, she knew the lines. Oh, my goodness. In addition to Madame Modjeska, I love it, WFMK said, that, uh, quote, in 1903, a man was murdered in the theater whose ghost is seen from time to time and is heard screaming in the dead of night. That's terrifying. Also, there seems to be the spirit of a little girl by the name of Alanda Rowe. We have the greatest names in this episode so yeah, far. some good ones. <laughs> Who died mysteriously at the theater whose screams are also heard, end quote. However, according to Billick, no records exist of the 1903 murder and death of Alanda Rowe. They're just
0: good stories. People hear things that sound like screams, and then they make up a story. Is oh, my for guess? Sure. Yeah, that's my guess. Also, they it makes a good story. Like mysterious voices scream in the theater. Yeah,
1: yeah who's screaming good times. Stop screaming in the theater. Yeah, quiet backstage, please. <laughs> Goodness.
0: Yeah, no screaming.
1: We're in a theater. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: could not find anyone with that name having died in Michigan on Find a Grave. There was an E.C. Rowe who died in 1891 with no birth year, but that grave is in Muskegon, so nowhere near Calumet. Oh, what miles oh. and a bridge away. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Marlon Lee, the executive director of the Calumet Theater in 2019, told TV6, quote, people have heard music coming from the ballroom when no one was supposed to be playing in there to see shadowy figures and walking into cold spots that weren't cold before. There's all kinds of stories as far as the paranormal and potential ghosts go here. End quote. And we actually visited the Kelly Met Theater. Um, it was
0: like probably just over a decade ago oh, on the God. same trip we saw the Paulding Light. It's a decade ago. I know. Time flies.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do remember someone there telling us about Helena Mojeska. Yeah. And I seem to recall something about the bathroom. There was,
1: yes. There was something about the lady's bathroom.
0: Yeah. And I didn't find that repeated anywhere online, but I do remember her telling us that. Yeah. And
1: I used the bathroom and no issues. That's right. I remember <laughs> you, I asked you afterwards. <laughs> um, and if I wrote it down, it's on a blog that I probably don't have access to. If I Google it, I can probably find it. But Oh, yeah. there mm, It would have
0: been there. Might be in my blog. I'm not sure.
1: I don't know. But yes, I do remember something about the bathroom. I just don't. So maybe lights. Yeah, I, I'm probably typical bathroom stuff. I don't know typical ghosts and ladies' bathroom stuff. They yeah, love it
0: because because they're always the same stories. Um, but yeah, so yeah, something about the ladies' bathroom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and yeah, the woman having her lines um, fed to her, so to speak. And, yeah. And um, sort of typical haunted theater stuff. Kinda. There's the like screaming is different. Yeah. Of a, a man and a young girl, allegedly, who don't, may or may not have existed. Don't like that. Again, children could be related to the Italian Hall. Yeah. Disaster. Or it could just um, be youthful voices. <laughs> I don't know a better yeah. way to describe that. And they they do still <laughs> um, memorialize that disaster every year, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, there's a, I think there's a walk or something.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I have it detailed in our fantastic many book-sized doc yeah yeah but yeah since we hadn't
0: talked about that i did want to mention it here instead yeah, of just sure. people going wait a minute what what so
1: what is that we may Don't talk worry. about
0: that in more depth um another time
1: later because yeah Not that was
0: season. it was a disaster i mean it really was yes like, and it, there it is a whole records. long
1: history of the mining strike around it and mm-hmm. yeah i've dug into the history behind it and it's yeah there's a lot of uh a lot of parallels we can draw <laughs> between it mm-hmm. and all the all the stuff going on right now yeah. here in 2022 20 the more things change the more they stay the same correct I mean, truly truly it's yeah humanity i don't think since we became humans as we know them i don't think we've changed <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> anyway diatribe over Okay, our next stop is the historic Howell Theater. Howell is in uh, southeast-ish lower Michigan. It's about halfway between Ann Arbor and Lansing if you take I-96.
0: Currently a two-screen indie movie theater and entertainment venue, the historic Howell Theater first opened its doors in 1928. According to Mysterious Universe, however, the land that the theater was built on was used as, quote, an infirmary for wounded and dying soldiers, end quote, during the Civil War. After this, the land became a town square, also according to Mysterious Universe. Uh,
1: The Livingston Post called the historic Howell Theater, quote, one of the most haunted locations in southeast Michigan, end quote, which is honestly a claim we see kind of a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So let's see if it lives up to this assertion. The Portal Paranormal Society, or PPS, has conducted both private and public investigations. Quoting from Mysterious Universe, sorry, the team has experienced, quote, shadow people, doors slammed so hard they break hinges, abundant EVP, electronic voice phenomena el- activity, and unusual mood swings that will overcome them for no apparent reason, as if they are reflecting the emotions of some outside force, end quote. Yeah, and the
0: sources they use on Mysterious Universe, because they do like link to that, yeah. are gone. Dang it! Yeah. Always. So um, they've managed to... I don't know, keep it up on the internet, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's like half the problem with doing paranormal research on the internet is that half of these places don't exist anymore.
0: Yeah, like a lot of the books I read, they're like, oh, go to our website and you can hear the EVPs and the website is long gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, nope. And a lot of uh, newspaper articles, if they're old enough online, I think just delete them or something. Yeah, they They run deleted. out of
1: storage space and they just get rid of old articles. Yeah. So, Maybe we have to start using like, the Wayback Machine more and see if we can get
0: anything. Yeah, sometimes those pop up and sometimes they don't because there yeah. a lot of them are small newspapers. It's true, and that's, that's true. and that's why they delete them. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, unfortunately, the the some of the things they talk about, uh, the only place you're going to find is probably Mysterious Universe because they have saved it. They have like a backlog. Yeah. Yep. Joy. So uh, PPS co-founder which I, can't, I don't think they're around anymore. I think I did look that up. Uh, PBS co-founder Ken Siminski said, quote, they, meaning the spirits, will usually talk to us. Shadow activity seems to happen every time. We get all manners of answers from them. Some choose to be there. Some are compelled to be there. Some have gone into other buildings on Grand River, including the opera house and a restaurant, end quote. Hmm. One of the more interesting spirits that allegedly haunts the theater is a lion. Yes, really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <That's> serious. <laughs> This is why I had to include this. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> so the story goes that back when it was a vaudeville theater, a circus came to town complete with a lion named Pete. Unfortunately, Pete died while the circus was performing at the theater and was buried out back.
1: <laughs> like he did back in the day before I mean, we treated animals with kindness. Kind of,
0: yeah. Uh, quoting Suminsky again.
1: Quote, as far as the extreme activity goes, we all observed what appeared to be a shadow figure of some sort of animal run down the main aisle of Theater 2 and leap at fellow group founder Jen Main. I was seated in the aisle and saw it fly past me on its way to Jen, who was seated on the stage directly in the path of the aisle. I noticed something about four and a half feet long and low move past me. I started to yell, look out, but Jen saw it as it leapt at her and then vanished. No less than four of us witnessed this event and could not come up with a rational explanation, end quote. Damn. Wild, right? Literally wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. A ghost lion. Mm-hmm. Name Pete.
0: It said the loft is Pete's favorite place to hang out. And while up there, investigators felt, quote, tightness in their chests, pressure moving into their shoulders and headaches, end quote. That sounds very uncomfortable. That sounds awful. <laughs> like, I know that. I'm like, that sounds like me normal. That sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Like I wouldn't notice. If I was there, I wouldn't notice. Nope. Because that just happens. Yep. Uh, So this is from First Hand Account in Supernatural Magazine, if anyone's familiar with that one. I
1: am not, Um, actually.
0: I run into them every once in a great while. Okay.
1: They're still around? Well,
0: this was still up anyway. Okay. That's good enough for me. Uh, Because I was able to find, and uh, the other one would pull from it. Unquote. And I was like, well, I'm just going to go to the source where she yeah. literally wrote a big, long thing of her experience. So they summarize it, but you can go and read her actual full account, which okay. is like a blog post. It's Sweet. pretty long.
1: yeah.
0: Um, so the, the writer believes that this was an effect of Pete's roar, a wave of infrasound. Interesting. Which actually kind of makes sense. So they go on to explain it thusly. And again, go read it because it goes into way more detail. I'm just summarizing here. Uh, Quote, infrasound is a sound wave just under the human range of hearing. Lions, whales, elephants all use a form of ultrasound. It can disorient humans, but it is a normal means of communication to species that can produce it. Human hearing picks up sounds from between 20 to 20,000 hertz. The infrasound produced by a lion's roar hits at 18 hertz. Ooh, snap. just, Just under. Scientists and biologists have documented that this blast of infrasound actually paralyzes the lion's prey and helps the lion to catch its prey. In other species, this sound can be used as a warning call, a mating call, or, a, or for hunting practices. The effects of infrasound on the human body can range from headaches to nausea. Symptoms include dizziness, annoyance, fatigue, tinnitus or ringing in the ears, heart palpitations or feelings of high anxiety and a general feeling of pressure on the abdomen, end Yup. Yeah. So, yeah, they could have been experiencing a ghost lion's roar.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. It's, this is a wild story. This is why we had to talk about this. Yeah, we did. great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We talked about the, was it the lady that had the leopards yeah. in Bay City? And now we've got a lion.
1: Wow. All right. Michigan's wow. cool, y'all. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with the circumstances surround us getting a ghost lion. It's probably not great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he allegedly died under, you know, normal
0: circumstances, other than he was a lion performing in a theater. Sure, normal. <laughs> I
1: mean, normal for these times. Crazy. Infrasound yeah. was also one of the theories proposed um, for the um, Dyatlov Pass incident. As to, Oh, that's as right, yes. To, yeah, one of the reasons yeah. why everybody went insane. Yeah. I think they've since kind of who pooed that, I guess I would say. They haven't disproven it. I will say Russia has decided something, has decided what has happened. Well, and someone else said, because Russia was like, oh, it was an avalanche.
0: And then people are like, "Um, what? Probably how, not. Like, <laughs> how could that do that? And then a guy, I don't know if he was like Italian or something, I don't remember, um, somewhat recently was like, "Yeah, oh, no, it actually could have been an avalanche, and here's how. And yes, that's... Weird. <laughs> and it's, it's and still he, very he weird. He fully admitted. Yeah. Like, it's still weird. I mean, this is like a freak, still a freak
1: thing. Yeah. Um, right. Whatever happened to those people, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> a thing that should not have happened, and, but happened. And
0: what he did was basically went, okay, you're saying it was an avalanche. How could it have been an avalanche? Because that's not how we understand avalanches to behave. Right. Um, and then was like, oh, okay, this is how it could have happened if it were an avalanche. Yeah. But yeah, infrasound was also a definite possibility. Yeah. Um. Given the area so and -hmm. how sneaky the russians are they still have hidden cities that's nuts yes (laughs) that's that's wild russia is bonkers (laughs) Uh, correct they operate very differently than other places in the world correct
1: (laughs) hello russian listeners and um not judging russian lurkers some things are kind of badass but also like whoa there But also, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. The investigators believe they made contact with Pete using a K2 meter and a pendulum. Again, quoting from Supernatural magazine, quote, sitting on the dark, cold stage, I I softly called to Pete and asked him to gently make his presence known, gently, before I sang him the song The Lion Sleeps Tonight by The Tokens. My reward was my K2 meter lighting up repeatedly, and the pendulum a fellow team member was using uh, being batted wildly by an unseen paw, similar to a kitten slapping a feather on a string. I ask questions and get a little flashes of light on my K2 meter, end quote. Pretty cool, huh? That's so cool. Yeah. Thank you for responding gently, Pete. Yes. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> ghost maul us. It's Thank a you. Bit kitty. Um, it, was, it
0: was very interesting to um have this first hand account um and not just have someone else summarize it. Right. Um and I'll definitely be linking into the show notes if you do want to read it in its entirety. I encourage you to. It was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um it's not often you get that much detail on a personal
1: account. Right. Like it's it not often we even get the actual personal, personal account, <laughs> account from from investigators. Usually it's yeah. like a summary. Yeah. It's just what the other one was. Yeah.
0: Um And a person who was there that night even commented on the article to verify the experiences. Nice. So yeah, take that as you will. Uh, Some other things that employees and patrons have reported experiencing at this theater are voices, singing, whistling, tapping, unlocked doors becoming locked, disembodied footsteps, uh, the usual. Uh, But that (laughs) lion, though.
1: (laughs) 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 That takes the cake. (laughs) I guess we got to go to Howell. Yeah, absolutely. Goodness,
0: that's not that far. No, not really. It's halfway to Lansing. Wow. Yeah, that's all I can say about that one is wow.
1: (laughs) Love it. I want to go meet Pete. Yeah. Oh, poor Pete.
0: It's not often we get to talk about um,
1: potential animal spirits. Yeah. So. I love when we do. Yeah. Next, we have the Sheboygan Opera House, which Michigan.org describes as, quote, a restored vintage 1888 three-story red brick Romanesque theater with 582 seats and arched doors and windows, end quote. Sheboygan, by the way, is located along Lake Huron in the north of the Lower Peninsula. If you look at your right hand, palm up. Sheboygan is the tip of your index finger, assuming you have an index finger. Yeah, Thanks. Right there. Thanks for writing that, that, that last part. You might not have an index finger. I know. And then and you'd then be the like, last... oh, no. And it's in the space where the tip of your index finger should be. Yep. Bam.
0: You know what Michigan looks like. You know what that means.
1: <laughs> is that where we ate at that Chinese place? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Amazingly delicious, authentic Chinese it was food.
1: So good. Small town,
0: but I still remember. Like I, over a decade later, I still remember. I know. It was so good.
1: That's why I had to ask cause I was like, oh, I remember that place. I think it was Sheboygan. It was. Okay, yeah. Good I mean, it was, it's not exactly the middle of nowhere, but it's pretty rural. Oh my God, you even say that in the yeah. next part. That's hilarious.
0: It was, oh man. <laughs> it's, it's some of the most authentic Chinese food I've ever had in Sheboygan. Yeah. I don't know if she's still there, but. I don't
1: know, but there's this <laughs> Sheboyganites.
0: <laughs> there's this, there was this little Chinese place. Yeah, very small. If
1: she's still there, tell her we love her. We haven't I been did, there in a decade.
0: I did try to look it up on Google, but it was it was it didn't really work very well. Oh. So. But yeah, oh man, that place is amazing. Uh, but back to the opera house.
1: I guess. Now I'm hungry. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, Under the Radar, which is one of my favorite travel shows. I've actually met him. He's great. That's awesome. He has a new book coming out. Yes. We got... I think the first one, the first 50 episodes or whatever it is. And then there's the second one, mm-hmm. and then there's more. Because it's been on for a while. And you can watch a lot of them on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know if you can watch all of them, but you can watch a lot of them on YouTube. Um, so they visited Sheboygan and the Opera House. And their website says, quote, According to many of the volunteers who care for this historic place, the Opera House is also haunted by a husband and wife team. Apparently these two are friendly ghosts who will only play the occasional practical joke on theatergoers. While we were there, we heard a door slam in a part of the balcony where no living person was,
1: end quote. Aw, they're together. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they get along. Hopefully. <laughs> they seem to. It says they're playful. So. Yeah. yeah. According to the book, "Supernatural Haunts, Upper Peninsula Paranormal Research Society Case Files, which we love, by Brad Blair, Tim Ellis, and Steve LaPlante, a lot goes on here. Stage lights turn on and off by themselves. The, quote, transparent figure of a man, end quote, walking in the balcony was caught on camera by a local news channel. Do we have that? Can we find that? No. Dang it. (laughs) Well, maybe with some more digging. Yeah. (laughs) A woman has been seen crossing the stage. During an investigation, two different team members at two different times heard a woman speaking from backstage. Unfortunately, they couldn't make out what she was saying. During an EVP session on stage, a rock was skipped across the stage when the request was made to be given a sign if anyone was present. At the same time, the temperature dropped 7 degrees Fahrenheit. During an EVP session on the balcony, the investigator said, quote, we're just here to say hi, end quote. As if an answer, an unfamiliar man's voice came over the trans two-way radio saying, hello. A photo was taken of what looked like a woman on the stage. A motion detector that was set up in a hallway went off at least three times during the night. During another EVP session that night, the question was asked, quote, Do you mind that we are here trying to contact you? End quote. Upon review, the word no was clearly there. A loud bang was made on the bathroom door while investigators were outside it packing up equipment, and no one was inside. That's a lot. That's a lot. There's a lot happening. Yeah. Something's hanging out. Yeah, clearly. <laughs>
0: Someone's having a good time. Yeah, it. Supernatural haunts is one, a fantastic name for a book. Right. Uh, two great group. Lots of info. Very thorough because they're talking about their own investigations. Yeah. Very thorough. Lots of info. Right. So they know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was great, and yeah, a lot of activity in Sheboygan. Dude.
1: Gotta go back to Sheboygan. Gotta go get some Chinese
0: food. I know, gotta find that Chinese food. (laughs) And I was trying to picture, because we were just kind of driving through and we just stopped to get a bite to eat. Yeah. I can't picture where the opera house
1: is. I have been. only remember that Chinese place. As far as I'm concerned, we found an awesome Chinese place in the middle of the woods. Kinda. (laughs) There were like fields and stuff, but yeah.
0: I, I think we were... Like, we didn't go through town. I think we just were, like, we're hungry. Near, yeah. Search nearby restaurants. I think so. Cool. Chinese food. Found it. Oh, my God. Most authentic Chinese food I've ever had. <laughs> 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 like, in Michigan. There's yeah. a there's a dim sum place in, or was in Grand Rapids or outside of Grand Rapids that was pretty darn amazing. Very authentic dim sum. But yeah. different kind of food. Yeah. Can't remember what it's called. Don't know if it's still there. <laughs> wow we're bad at this (laughs) this was back when i was in college so Uh, we're going back that's fair more
1: than one decade (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) we love all your food but we are never gonna remember your names i'm
0: old covid's like (laughs) fried my memory yep gone. so this next one is um pretty fun at least I think it is because it's different. It's um, the Midland Cinemas in where else? Midland, Michigan. Hey. Uh, Midland is part of the Saginaw Midland Bay City Tri-City area right at the bottom of Saginaw Bay. So where the thumb connects to the rest of the lower peninsula. You know where that is. Yeah. You get it. I love that we can use this map. Hold up your hand.
1: You'll find it. Yeah.
0: Lisa Hoskins in her book Ghosts of Bay City Saginaw and Midland says that the Midland Cinemas was built on land that was once a farm and six people died on the farm. I mean, that happens on on farms. Yep. And looking at pictures, I'm like, yeah, it's probably a farm.
1: (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's Midland. It was probably a farm. Probably a farm. If it's not still a farm, it was a farm. Yep.
0: Maybe there was a village set up there, though it's a little far away from the water. So, yeah, not not much there. And (laughs) allegedly six people died. That's all it says. Whoops. Uh, So while possibly relevant to haunted activity, uh, that also is very uncommon for farms. Yeah. (laughs) Especially farms that have been passed down in a family line Mm -hmm. um, or split up amongst family members. Yeah. As has happened in my own family line. Uh, In the past, most people died at home. Mm -hmm. And of course, there are farm accidents, whatnot. And before Midland was colonized by Europeans, it was home to the Chippewa as late as the 1850s, possibly longer. Cool. So they were there a while before getting um, forced out right aggressively yeah, forced except for out. that part. Um but yeah they were there
1: fairly recently. Yeah. Yeah In the that's... grand
0: scheme of things. Right. They were still living there.
1: Yeah and like think about how many babies oh <laughs> yeah died before they could like become people and yeah. Yeah. So
0: mo- likely more than 6 people have died on that land. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Very likely. Yeah.
1: So uh question mark. Um, as for activity, Hoskins said that an employee cleaning at night heard a woman scream. We have lots of screams in this episode. We do. Very dramatic. Are, everybody's screaming in theaters. Stop screaming in theaters. <laughs> Good acoustics. That's true. <laughs> Hoskins said that an employee cleaning at night heard a woman scream from inside one of the projection rooms. Uh, he also heard a sound like nails scratching on the door. It's a little terrifying. Yeah. A little creepy. Yeah. Scratch, scratch, scratch. No, thank you. Uh, The room locked from the outside and he knew no one could be in there. Frightened, he ran out and never did night cleaning again. Fair. (laughs) Screaming, then things clawing at your door. Yeah, that's, Um, that's
0: horror movie stuff right there. That
1: really is.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Employees have also reported strange noises and apparitions sitting in theater seats when the cinema isn't open unexplainable.net says quote the ghostly vision of a bearded man in overalls has been reported to haunt the midland cinemas in michigan where other strange events are known to occur over the years there have been reports of toilets flushing on their own odd sounds and people who seem to never leave a bathroom stall <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah quote you will see these same stories repeated on HauntedHouse.com. oh my god <laughs> the spirit just like you just gotta go man <laughs>
0: Oh, that would suck. You're, just, you're stuck there perpetually having to use the toilet for the rest of eternity. Oh. Or maybe that's just where they like to hide. I mean, maybe oh, they're no. like moaning Myrtle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> it's just where they chill, okay? Yeah. yeah. That would be
0: annoying if it's a packed theater and it's like, ah, oh, this
1: person will never leave the stall. But you look under and there's no feet. <gasps> no feet. <laughs> then I'm just like, <laughs> somebody locked the stall from the inside, huh? Because this has happened Which, at many jobs that I've had. Yeah, and how do you do that? I don't know, but I hate it. Just being a jerk. <laughs> Stop doing it. Uh, I'm going to assume oh damn God. kids. That's true. I was a damn kid
0: once. <laughs> you lock installs? I usually had to crawl under to unlock them, actually. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I find most interesting, I guess, about this location is that it's not a historical building. It's a completely modern cineplex with oh. at least nine different mo- movies showing across multiple theaters. It reminds me of like the Rave that we yeah. have here in Ipsy or um, the Celebration Cinema I grew up with in Portage, which is located next to the mall. Yeah. In fact, Midland Cinemas is located a stone's throw from the Midland Ball. <laughs> so it's that kind of movie theater. It's not historic by any stretch. Right. Um, it's it's not a place I would have looked at before and thought, gee, I bet this place is on
1: no, I didn't no. even pay. It. Like I, I, you know, you just I just kind of even... assume it's
0: historic. It's I just not. did not.
1: I literally assumed it's just one of those. You mentioned like the a Cineplex one, the eighteen fifties, and I was like, oh, okay, it's probably like a theater turned theater. No, nope. no, oh my god,
0: nope. I don't know when it was constructed, but but it's pretty modern. Yeah, yeah. Well, it reminds me of like the rave celebration.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: it's a mall Cineplex, right? Is what it is.
1: Yeah. Huh.
0: And it is apparently haunted. Cool. I don't know. Everybody likes movies, I guess. It's true. <laughs> Everybody likes movies. And clawing at doors. Horrific. <laughs> Somebody likes horror movies.
1: And yeah. And decided to be horror movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't find how many screens this place had, but when I looked, it had like nine different movies playing. So. Oh, okay.
1: So it's. And
0: yeah. like Wakanda Forever, like, you know, Yeah. All the movies are out right now. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's haunted, allegedly. <laughs> And yeah, that's why as um, the Hoskins said, apparent like six people died here,
1: huh? <laughs> like, right? But you know, six I think, people like,
0: that she could account for. I guess, yeah. And um, like we said
1: before, it doesn't have to be somebody that died there. So. No, I don't know. Somebody just, some somebody, something, some. I'm making a hand waving motion. Uh, just really mm-hmm. likes movies, I guess. Yeah. Or and we just all just we know is that employees.
0: the area was populated. By the Chippewa, who were probably there for a few hundred years at least. Yeah, you know. Um, living their lives. And then probably the tribe before them. So, yeah. it's People have been living there for a very long time. Yeah. Cool. Could be from that. Who knows?
1: Our last stop on this haunted theater's trip is Grand Haven. The Grand Haven Theater originally opened in 1928 as a vaudeville and movie theater. The auditorium, or theater part, is now gone and has been turned into condos, Which you can book on various travel websites, so you can, you know, stay in a haunted theater. Yeah. Kind of. (laughs) A little. Sort of. Ish. You can stay where a haunted theater used to be. Yep. For a while, there was the attached theater bar, but like so many places, they closed in 2020. Yup.
0: I was keeping an eye on them to see if they would reopen, because Mm -hmm. I was working on this during the pandemic, and thus far, no. Still says closed. Nope. According to WFMK, as well as Ghost Quest, there are pervasive rumors that a former janitor is buried beneath the building. Question mark? (laughs) Kind of weird. (laughs) Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because someone has to be buried there now? Can't just die there. you got to be buried there. Uh, Lights turn off and on by themselves. Objects moved on their own. And someone, who is not an employee would clean up between theater patrons. Hmm. Ambrose Hammond offers more details in her book, Ghosts and Legends of Michigan's West Coast. That's where
1: I found this. The ghostly custodian is former in-the-flesh custodian John Buchanan. He worked as custodian until his retirement after 39 years. People said he was, quote-unquote, a little off or slow, but he was friendly once you got to know him and hardworking. John used to tell fellow employees that if they ever heard noise coming from the basement, it was just the spirits of the vaudevillians and the then-abandoned dressing rooms. One man claimed in a Grand Haven Tribune article in 1996 that he went beneath where the former concession station was and saw a mound of sand that, quote, that resembled, quote, an Indian burial site. Great. Uh, (laughs) There used to be tunnels under downtown, but they are now blocked off. It was not an Indian burial site. I'm just going to say that right now. I mean, it could have been an Indian mound. Well, okay. They're all over. Yeah, fair enough.
0: And I like I know of the one in Kalamazoo. I've picnicked on it, which is weird now that I look back. But, yeah. Um it's right in the middle of town, so yeah. hard to miss. I've definitely sat on
1: it. Now I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean at least it was preserved, unlike you know the rest of it. Several other sites. <sighs> so I mean Yeah. I don't know, Grand Hoven's really close to the water though. Is that a mound of sand
1: though? Yeah.
0: Although I guess, because the mound builders that was a long time ago. We, we know like almost nothing about them. Right. Um.
1: We we know that they made mounds and that's it. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> it was
0: ancient, even for like the Potawatomi and Chippewa. And yeah. Stuff like even they were like yeah we don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, those <laughs> we have no idea. They've been here far longer
0: <laughs> than we have. Um, so the land would have been different at the True. time, the shoreline. But yeah, I don't know if you would have. I don't know if you would find a mound um, that close to the lake shore.
1: I don't know. I guess I.
0: I don't know where they all are. I have no idea. They are all over the state. Yeah. So could there be a mound in the Grand Haven area? Yeah. Would it have been that close to the water? I don't know. I have no clue. I don't I don't know how practical that is. I've never built a mound of that size. <laughs> built plenty of mounds, just not that big. And I've never buried a body like that.
1: Well and I'm like, why would they still be in the tunnels under
0: Well, they would have just built right over top of it because what? White people are dumb I'm very disrespectful.
1: I mean, you are not wrong.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, white people back then, especially. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of feel like he, he probably just kind of made that up. Beginning in the 1980s, employees started to find garbage bags tied and ready to be taken out when they arrived in the morning. Goodness, you're so helpful. Thank you. So helpful. They also reported phantom footsteps, lights going on and off, doors on the second floor slamming shut and reopening, seeing a shadowy figure out of the corner of their eyes, and feelings of being watched. One former manager would talk to John, saying things like, I'm busy right now, John, and whatever activity was going on would stop.
1: No word on if the activity continues in the condos or what will become of the bar. Um, If you've stayed there and have some unusual experiences, please let us know. Please contact hauntedmitten at gmail.com We want to know it's really beautiful too if you want to stay there
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's right by the water you get a good view. You're I mean right that downtown. sounds nice like it's it's great and they're on I think they're on Airbnb they're on like Travelocity they're Oh okay. it's like your yeah. travel booking of choice right I, some people might live there, but there are definitely ones that that are available for short-term stays.
1: That's cool.
0: Yeah. And they look really nice. Like, <laughs> I would go. But yeah, it's a shame about the bar, but probably something will open in that space, I'm guessing. I mean, it's a ready-made bar restaurant.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's Grand Haven. It's not, it's not, like, it's not like Grand Haven has like, had its heyday in long past. It's still, right.
0: It's still a pretty bustling city.
1: Yeah. You know, Michigan bustling.
0: <laughs> it's It's on the lake shore. It's yeah, it's it's, it's, it's gonna do okay. <laughs> it's on the I should say it's on the Michigan Lake Shore, which is where all the sandy beaches are. Oh, correct. Slightly less bustling on the uh, Huron side because we have rocky shores. Yeah. However, if you go to Ontario, <laughs> their side of Lake Huron is just like our side of Michigan. It's sandy and beautiful and resorty. Oh, and if you go to like the Wisconsin side of Lake Michigan, same thing. it's rocky.
1: it's they don't have the beaches like we do. Geology is cool. It is very cool. <laughs> I'm like, huh, do all of them work that way? I would assume so then.
0: That's mostly where our weather comes from. Yeah. yeah. It's ground the rocky shore into sand.
1: Yeah. Great. That's a little bit. Weather's cool, man. Weather's weather's a lot. Yeah, especially if you <laughs> live on the Great <laughs> Lakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I live as, as far in as I do. Oh, I'm sad. I'm sad I live as far as I do. <laughs> I can go visit. <laughs> I have great respect for the lakes. <laughs> but I don't have to, like, live with that much weather. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this little tour of some of Michigan's haunted theaters. Don't forget that Haunted Mitten is on Patreon. A dollar a month gets you access to the private Haunted Mitten Discord server, as well as exclusive Patreon content, including a growing collection of live presentations. Also, check us out at com, which now includes a link to our merch store, Thank you to our programmer friend. Yes.
0: Yeah. Our our website's looked a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah. It it looks looks so much better now. (laughs) Thank you, Phil. We just just need to work on getting some more merch up there.
1: Yes. We need to work on.
0: In the off season, we can work on that maybe. Yeah.
1: We need to work on getting a decent um, Photoshop-esque program. I have GIMP. I'm just really bad at using it. GIMP is terrible. (laughs) It's so hard.
0: It's so hard. We can get someone to give us a lesson. Yeah, maybe. Because I do know people who use it to great advantage and make beautiful things, but I just can't.
1: I'm not one of those people. No, I don't understand it. I knew Photoshop really well back in 2005. Yeah, I I used to Photoshop back then. (laughs) That's all.
0: I used to use Photo Deluxe. If anyone remembers that, (laughs) message me on the (laughs) internet. want to know
1: anyone else
0: this was back in the mid-90s mid to late 90s okay no i didn't it was also adobe um but they got rid of it and then they just went like whole hog to uh photoshop
1: oh okay no we were still on our computer only ran dos i didn't have a computer (laughs) i used my friends
0: (laughs) Uh, so keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Haunted Mitten. Message me if you know what Photo Deluxe is. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me in the or same if places. if you know how to use GIMP, can give us a tutorial. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, you can find me in the same places at Krista K. Coburn. K is at K. Gray Writes, just the letter K. And you can email us at contacthauntedmitten at com. Don't forget that any books we mention on the show are available for purchase at bookshop.org slash shop slash Haunted Mitten. There were... A couple in this episode. Yeah. Supernatural. Get that one. It's fun. (laughs) They make great holiday presents. They do. They really do. They really do. And I believe Bookshop is running some sales right now for the holidays, too. Oh, I would
1: guarantee. If they're not, they really should. Yep. No, I'm sure they are. And as always, happy haunting.